This is the chop up, trying to get chopped up, not get slapped up. You already know. We gonna move into, what we gonna move into today, y'all? The political chop. Oh, shit. We here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so we here. It's the political chop. Uh, it's your boy, the political plug, at the political plug on Instagram. Today, we gonna talk about that revolt shit. The revolt summit, T.I., uh Candace Owens, Killer Mike. Killer Mike. Um somebody else was on stage. Perfect day. But they really wasn't getting no love. So um the the highlight of the whole uh, the whole debacle, the the summit, which consisted of it was like a conference type shit. I don't really know what it was a conference. Right. It was held by Diddy. Where it was revolt his brand. Uh it was sponsored by AT and T. So, you know, got to <laughs> get them they plug. Um, but, yeah, I don't really know what the purpose of the purpose of it was. It was a whole bunch of, like, buzzwords that had to do with black people and black culture and summit, you know what I'm saying, conference type shit. But uh, the, the highlights that we got was a back and forth between T.I. and Candace Owens um, over a range of issues, specifically starting with when was America great. Um, now, I want to know, first off, <laughs> let's do the tail of the tape real quick let's look at the individuals before we get into what was said you know what we think about the uh you know what we think about the engagement let's start with ti right ti seems to have a new role mm-hmm. with uh with, with with black people and that is he is our resident hood intellectual so y'all remember that scene from um from yeah. don't be a menace where the nigga was like one fish two fish Redfish Bluefit, T.I. Yeah, has turned that fish, into that uh, actually a respectable <laughs> position in the black community. It's, it's now respectable, you feel me, for a nigga to talk like that, like for real, for real. And that's our resident intellect. So tell me, tell me what y'all think about T.I., because that's why he was on that stage. So let me know what y'all think about T.I.'s... <laughs> okay, so after Rip, I think that... Niggas be like mad hyperbolic about T.I. Because he be talking. And I think it's nice that he <laughs> is able to demonstrate the, the veracity. I feel like that's the word he would use. Uh, of vocabulary. Um, but also kind of be a nigga and be that nigga and be everything he is. However. So cool. However, all of his takes are not awesome. However, he is not asked to chime in on every single thing that happens, and he finds himself in the mix of a lot of shit. I'm trying to remember what other instances he ended up jumping in on. The boycott with Floyd Mayweather. A lot of extra. Right. A lot of extra. You know what I'm saying? It was just like a whole bunch of extra. You said he did what? I don't know. I think it was, and so here's this is why a couple weeks ago, Dominique, I so stringently disagreed with you when you were like, we have to look at celebrities to be our leaders and shit like that because you get the TIs who kind of force it a little bit, and now you saying a whole lot without saying nothing. You don't have our particular movement, our particular politic, a singular thing that we can kind of get behind, but you always end up popping up. To, I did. Uh, but and you and still end up popping up in the mix of a whole bunch of shit with something to say. And that is a dangerous space to occupy when we agreed, when we had that last conversation, that more niggas with, who actually out here doing the work need the platform. You know what I'm saying? Now, I feel like, you know, Killer Mike, check. 
You know what I'm saying? Candace only in the mix of politics check. Like a whole lot more people made sense to be up there, but you have just relied on this, what has become a caricature of black leadership. Like he was up there, you know, being to me on point and getting right. in her ass. And it was like a really rah-rah moment because uh, I hate Candace on politics. But besides that, it was just like, bro, what are you really truly adding yeah. to this conversation in exchange that is not little quick little whips that you want to be sound-bited and pulled out so that you can be glorified for later. What about you, George? Where your, what's your mindset on, um, in terms of T.I.? And, and, and his role as the resident black intellectual, the new Bill Cosby. Uh, on T. Minus the, <laughs> the baggage. I feel like, I feel like he, I feel like he, uh, I think I feel like I feel like I think he got a little bit more credibility than Toya does. <laughs> mm-hmm. I think that uh, I think that uh, uh, I think that uh, with, like when it comes to like actually what he do in Bankhead and how he really get behind grassroots movement organizations, how he try to dabble into like uh, state politics with like Stacey uh, Abrams and you know what I'm saying he was, you know what I'm saying he did a lot with helping Keisha Bottoms, the the mayor of Atlanta. You feel me? He didn't put a lot of money. You know what I'm saying him and Jeezy didn't put a lot of money and got a lot of humanitarian awards and different, you know what I'm saying, recognized by different organizations in Atlanta. I think he I think he good, especially, you know what I'm saying, uh, uh given his his past. You know what I'm saying? He's already like shit. We we know he didn't been locked up uh, 50 million times, you know what I'm saying, for a whole bunch of different shit, you know what I'm saying? And now he got I guess he much more of a reformed conscious gangster. You know what I'm saying? He's the TI the family family man, thug man, grand hustle. You know what I'm saying? I feel like I can dig it. Now I do agree with Toy Bros when it comes to on the fact that all his takes ain't don't don't be good, and I can tell that he's still kind of very, you know, what I'm saying, uh, young in his intellect, and young in terms of thinking about conscious shit. And I say that as somebody that's significantly younger than Ti, I recognize he can be my father, but I know when he's speaking on this shit, it's like shit. My nigga, ten years ago, he when just you was now, he just now shit, getting up I was on already game. on this shit. Ten years ago, I was on this shit. You're yeah. on now, it's and the, ten years ago, you the epitome of the one fish, two fish so, shit. You know what I'm saying, like. I ain't even bringing his resume in the referendum because I couldn't spit half the shit that you did and talk about. See, I know, see, I, I know, I know, I know you be doing shit. I know you be doing shit though, so I'll be like, I people. So yeah, I mean, because I'm hip to that so much so that I'm not indicting that. It's just you end up the way that other ways that it materializes outside of the good that you do get overshadowed because you pop up and are like, "Here's my two cents on this take." That is a very elementary take on it sometimes and doesn't really reflect thoughtful engagement and that shit becomes annoying because it's like here comes ti you know what i'm saying like okay okay so yeah i i agree with kind of what both of y'all said i think it's i think it's cool how he like what he does i think it's interesting i definitely think it's entertaining but uh yeah it's it, I, I do think that the level of intellect and respect or it, the level of respect that niggas give to his intellect is hyper, it, it's, it's hyperbole yeah. like it's, it's inflated in a month but like, but it's too um, it's too a little anti-black or a little pathological like i feel like pathological because it's like he's a street nigga so it's really shit all he got to do is show he read it a little bit or say that he like a little bit or he say that, just use a word or, like or say a that read, you know be like i know man hmm. but he used to say on 24s and you know what I'm saying stand up and you know what I'm saying this and now he's saying read a book so you know what I'm saying he good right. so I, I, I know what I'm saying I, and I am critical of that you know what I mean Cause sometimes he has first right, his way so, alright so that's where we stand on T.I. what's y'all thoughts on Candace Owens uh, uh on Candace Owens <laughs> uh, I mean I just tell her to take a black a black uh black Republican um anti-reparations yeah. anti-immigration anti-affirmative action Pro Trump. See, see, I feel like as a black no. southerner, 
I don't fuck with us personally, but I see how her perspective and her opinion politically mm-hmm. resonates with a lot of other black people, especially black Southerners, especially That's when true. I watched that sit on the on the revolt and they little political summit. Like what she was saying and how she was saying it, I know for a fact that it's people where I'm born and raised that in surrounding areas that that would resonate with or that at least they'll be able to identify with her as being like niggas on handouts, fuck the Democrats, do this, that, and the other. Uh, you know what I'm saying? I'm not with the victimization stuff. These these immigrants still in jobs. We have need borders like that, you know what I'm saying? They can they can buy into it. I'm almost what I think Candace Owens, well, even though I disagree with her, I appreciate her presence because she has forced me to come to grips with how deep conservatism is and how it runs in the black community and really how like structural black conservatism is as a mindset and niggas don't even recognize it. Yeah, and that and that's and that's real. Especially uh uh evangelical Christian blacks. Oh yeah. Um, shout out to Max Quinn, shout out to Jamel Thomas. Shout out to goddamn everybody in the Black Methodist Church and the Black Baptist Church and Bryan College Station. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to all my AME Zion folks, my African yeah. Methodist Episcopal, my Christian Methodist Episcopal, all of them. You feel me? Hey, in too. Shout Y'all to conservative as hell. Y'all are also facts. implicated in this black conservatism. Yo, facts. Facts. So, now that we got the tail of the tape, um, the beef started off first with uh, T.I. challenging Candace Owens on her on her uh, appreciation of the Make America Great stance uh, yeah. or slogan. Now, first, I do want to point out that there were a few other people on that panel. Go ahead, get them their respect. You had the moderator Jeff Johnson. Y'all know him as Cousin Jeff on BET. Uh, yeah. You had uh, a Trump advisor named Katrina Pearson, who Trump shitted on. Uh, this this light skin. You know what I mean? Just give herself up to Fox News. You know what I mean? She'll say whatever good about Donald Trump as long as they cut in the check, which, you know, she's already admitted to. Um, Steve Packett and Tamika Mallory. I don't really know who those people are. But <laughs> they ain't really get no shine no way because the headline was T.I. and Candace Owens. And Killer Mike. And we're going to get to Killer Mike. We're going to get to Killer Mike. Because I got an interesting perspective on Killer Mike. Them three. Them three. Dominate, definitely dominate. But let's start with the beef. Let's start with the debate and the beef between uh, the back and forth about the Make America Great, uh, Great Again stance. Now, T.I. so eloquently argued, when you say Make America Great Again, you know how he talked, uh, which period are we talking about? You know, that's T.I. impersonation. He asked Owens, the period where women couldn't vote, the period when we were hanging from trees or the crack era. Which period in America are you trying to make like, or which period are you trying to make America like again? Pointing to, you know, the the more backwards History. ways Segments. that era. that niggas yeah. uh, that America used to be. Uh, now what Owens did, she attributed the slogan to Ronald Reagan, and a trip attempted to drop a false fact about America being the first country to end slavery. We know that shit is not true. America was actually one of the last motherfuckers <laughs> to end slavery. Um, they I'm, I'm, I'm trying to find out what they that false fact was. One of the only was. countries that had to have a war to end. Um, now, what do, what do y'all think about that? What do y'all think about that debate, about that conversation? T.I.'s stance is, when was America great again? Which is really begging the question. And I think with, with posing that question to that slogan, I think it's ineffective. What do y'all think? I mean, I think it's the question that niggas have asked themselves and yelled at TV screens and felt about niggas wearing Trump 
2020 hats or Trump hats and shit like that, or the MAGA hats. And 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 we wanted like seriously, no, really, like I'm done asking this question as like this rhetorical question that I bounce around with my friends and shit. This is not a talking point that we bounce around. We talk about how much we had Trump. I really want Trump supporters to explain. Like, <laughs> take me there. Like, paint the picture. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So I kind of get no, this. See, see, I don't like, think it's that. Yeah, yeah. It's the question yeah, that niggas been wanting to answer to, even though they already know. Such a question. Hey, for for Negro, in, 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 in my experiences, bro, when I ask Trump supporters that, to me, it always it, it always exemplifies itself the contradiction. And I think that even though it's such a simple question, to me, it seems it always like they always show their racist face and what they desire when they you know what I'm saying bring up the time period and moment. You feel me? So to me, I, I, always, I always see it as being like, "Aha, I got you." Like, okay, so make make it great again. What period do you want to, you know what I'm saying, re, like recreate well, think, and replicate? And it's always like, you know, this, so that moment, that moment, that moment is like... But look, yeah, I think, though, again. that they the time periods that we're saying, oh, what, you talking about this time period or this time? I think the, the honest answer is yes, motherfucker. <laughs> like, where you say the time period when black people, yes, whatever time period that was. Or when women couldn't, yes, 100%. Because whiteness was not called into question. The reason why I think that that the reason why I think that 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 that, that approach to that slogan is ineffective is because it misses the point of the racism that's being exhibited. When you say when was America great? If you go back to slavery and you you talking to a white man, why would they say slavery wasn't great? You feel me? Like so it, it it's actually but that to, to that but that exemplifies the like 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 the the, the preposterousness of the, the of, of the slogan, make it make it great again for you. Don't say it's for everybody because the same people saying make it great again is literally the but, same people that say me, all lives matter. So if you saying you saying yes, I want to go back to the time period where my ass couldn't be questioned and your ass was always under question. You don't get to say all lives matter, or you don't get to say this is the best thing for all Americans. Donald Trump is gonna make a make life better for all Americans. He's a great businessman. And in the business Let me areas, ask you this, though, like, Toya. When, when Donald Trump says, make America great again, mm-hmm. is he talking about all Americans? Do you think he's talking about all Americans? I think you really he think he thinks he's talking about all Americans? No, I don't think he's talking about all Americans. And so... Yes. The narcissism yes. that he's displayed when he's like, niggas love me, that... You know what I'm saying? That he shows off and panders the Latinx people who stand behind him. when he, Like, yes, the white women who came in droves to hold his shit down, which, you know, reaffirmed in his mind that women were his, with him. Hey. Yes, my nigga, I think he lives in a and world. Shout out to really the black conservative TikTokers. They let my ass know all the time that they know their history and they, they believe wholeheartedly that when Donald Trump says make America great again, he's talking about all okay. Americans, especially okay. black people. Like, so yeah, I think I think he lives in a world where he thinks that what he's doing is good for the that he's making utilitarian calculations, meaning he's doing the greatest good for the greatest number of people, and he's just doing what he can. He lives in that world. You look at how the he blacks talks love about the me. Same people that he actively and the blacks love me. The LGBT love right, me. Right, well, well, to get, some, we'll get, to, get to get some of these comments, Taisha <laughs> like, said, uh, "Once some, once some are people here, someone speak big words." They hop on the bandwagon, not even knowing or understanding what they're saying. She definitely talking about Ti, because that's exactly what that nigga does, and that's why people rock with him like that. When 
the fact that the fact that it's expeditiously but i think in general that's phrase just because that nigga said it speaks to all of that shit it's definitely I think the it's syllables. the syllables, man. Uh, I think it's the syllables. My nigga Keese was like, Candace Owens used to be it's liberal. Her appeal to Southern black folks through conservatives is just manipulation. The receipts are there. Man, you know what? I haven't... I haven't... The receipts are there, though. I've seen, I've, I've seen, I've seen one of her older videos being a liberal talking about, you know, what I'm saying racism. And I have read an article about when she had tried to uh, uh, go for a legal, a legal lawsuit about racism and racial discrimination. When she, you know what I'm saying? And like I, I read it, so it's like, damn, you need flip flopped on it. Hey, hey, Chop Nation, don't be surprised <laughs> when I go viral because I'm selling mega hats and mega T-shirts, man. But just make sure but, you buy one up. So, so y'all one. think that. Um, the best way to challenge the slogan is to ch- is to question its historicity. Yeah, it's a, it's, it's a question of historicity. And to me, it's already historicity. Again, we know what again means. I mean, do I think that's the best way to challenge it? No, I'm not arguing it's the best way. I think it is the yeah. most logical. Simplest way to me. I think it's the simplest way. The, I would go with simplest. Well, it's hanging fruit. You know what I'm saying? It's the most accessible way for a lot of people to be like, what exactly are you yeah, talking too, about? You don't have to be a historian. You don't, don't have to know, be an academic. But, or degrees. So you just question. be like, yeah, I think it was great in the 50s when we had, oh, the 50s. It's so wild, too. This as an aside. MAGA shit is, I think, it, this is a, it was a poor question to begin with to ask my students or anybody, I think. Um, but this really highlighted that. I had like an extent question where you just pick a question, you can answer it. And the question is, what uh, decade, if you could choose any decade to go back to, which one would you choose? 70s. And like, if you've lived life completely historically void, if you, you know what I'm saying, I've just kind of been floating around, you might pick something cool like the 60s for the hippies or the yeah. 70s for, What's you know, the, whatever, or the 80s yeah. for the fashion or the 90s for the music or the 20s for the whatever, prohibition and shit. But nigga, it don't matter if you white, black, brown, whatever, you probably had either a fucked up reality or a fucked up orientation toward reality during that time. So I had to stop asking that question to my right. students because I'm like... Whichever time mean, we can be real, it's white shit. kids. Like that, that's not how it was for you. Like even as a nigga, I right, let me ask y'all this real fast on this on this. No, nah, George, you have to wait, bro. But anyway, something to something to consider. You feel me? Yeah, something to consider though. Being from the south, knowing that the south lost, knowing that there was a slogan that all the Confederates in the lost people that lost in the Confederate, you know what I'm saying, war, the Civil War, they represent the Confederate, said, they said the South will rise again. Why is that not the same uh, as make America? I don't think it's, shit, I don't think it's, I, I don't think it's, no, I don't think it's, I don't think the it's. The South will yeah. rise again. <laughs> yeah. It's the same. I think it's literally the same thing. Like, literally the same thing. It's, but it's, uh, this is all, these are all what we call dog whistles it's all coded language like how many times have we seen like the phenomenological moments where uh donald trump is like holding up some sign yeah. or doing some gesture talking about law and order really weirdly talking and about like, like you know yeah. what i'm saying like secure the borders his, his rhetorical patterns are just off a little bit exactly like language. this is this is these are all dog whistles to the people who want to know that he's really keeping his America agenda first. keeping his word and keeping Real his plan he occupies his position of power so it's it's all the same shit, and I'm it's if you have are inclined to understand and see it, it's all over the place. You know what I'm saying? Like the niggas on some ulterior agenda shit, and I really 
excited for all the memoirs and all the exposés that's going to come out after he is done in office. Because, yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. I know some people just itching, but them NDAs or what is it, non-disclosure agreements. Look, yeah. the books that then the came OB, out halfway through. To do the yeah. job that you do I mean, it's like half like... That man. Two years into his presidency. All the people that got fired right. up under him? I mean, when you when you Right. Yeah. I shout out to shout out to Dr. Shannon Reed Brinkley and uh Judy, you know what I'm saying? OG Judy. They put me on some gang up game about the uh what was it? The Walsh, no, it was the uh it was an opt, a White House op. Yeah, it was a, it was an anonymous op. Yeah, Trump is how he want to like how people literally stopping him, <laughs> yeah, literally yeah. stopping him from like nuking people, from assassinating leaders. You know what I'm saying? They they going and read, they going and reading his prep first and reducing it to what he would want and, and, and not giving him certain information so he wouldn't react to it. Like literally talking him out of assassinating mm-hmm. world leaders. But let me ask you this though. Literally talking him out of... Because Candace like, Owens' <laughs> response to that question was uh, Ronald Reagan's slogan was similar. Like, make America great again. I don't think it was that specifically, but it was definitely similar. What do y'all... What, does that uh, do anything... To challenge the current narrative, the current racist narrative surrounding the term, if we're like it's attributed to, <laughs> go ahead, <Toya. laughs> right? I'm gonna stop trying to set us up, bro. That nigga believed in trickle down economics, Facts. and the trickle down never got to niggas or any other people of color in this country, and he is literally no, I gotta, the I gotta usher in of the crack epidemic. Yeah. When we talking about. Like the way that drugs ravage that, that trust me, I went for the easy. the easy argument first. When we talk about the way that drugs ravage the black community, the nigga literally tried to exterminate niggas and kill them and put them in jail Ronald and fuck Reagan up their families so they can never be a part of this greatness that we are talking about. So I don't when you like the anti drug campaigns, all of that shit, the the legaliz the, the the illegalization and the scheduling of marijuana, like all of that shit rolls and together. Said a whole bunch and of it's all a part shit. of the larger plan. And we said that real shit right now. What Tori talking about right now about this drug shit? Oh yeah, to show sure. you like this the hypocrisy of Ronald Reagan. Yeah, and white folks. but, you, but, they but obviously white people no. do not have the capacity to just say no to meth. They're giving white folks <laughs> all type of rehabilitation or just say no to oxycodone. You know what I'm saying? What? So, yeah, what that's that's, that's why I think that's a. I also think that's a terrible response, and I had the same reaction that you did, Toya, when the nigga was just like, like she was like, Ronald Reagan, like that's the godfather of right racist politics. What did you talk about? Because because in, in my because in my mind it was like you so stupid you you, but you talking to, I say bro, like talking about T I T I didn't make. They made they made tracks about how Ronald Reagan was the first person, the, the first dope dealer. You know what I'm saying? Especially to like, that probably like wasn't the best name yeah. to bring up so, to uh, to to like <laughs> Ronald Reagan. Killer Mike got a song called Ronald Reagan. My black ass was doing in debate that they. You know what I'm saying? Call, so call speaking of Killer Mike, with, and the song was Killer Mike like, was the wild Ronald card of this, of, of this uh, engagement. Uh, what he pointed out was, and y'all tell me what I think of this comment, in terms of, of this conversation, Killer Mike articulated, what y'all are seeing right now are free people arguing over who got the best master. <laughs> I mean, do y'all think that's applicable to that conversation? Was T.I. and Candace yeah. Owens arguing over who has the best master? I think it's yeah, hyperbolic, yeah. but what y'all think, though? I, 
I, I think that actually you said how about it. Partially, yes, they was, but I think that part part of it was I think a struck to me the question is when we make it great again is a is a structural analysis of America. And it necessarily indicting I, I think it's indicting both Republicans and Democrats because it's saying that even if you want to go back to a time when it was a Democrat in presidency, it still don't mean it was good for niggas. Specifically, I know when niggas ask the question. You know what I'm saying? So I don't think T.I. was necessarily saying Democrats is good. But I do know, like I've already, you know what I'm saying, acknowledged and pointed out that T.I. will go, and I'm sure he's giving money to Democratic candidates to be able to do some shit. And I'm sure that if he was, you know what I'm saying, picking a side, he would say Democrats. So I think partially... He is, you know what I'm saying? They are debating it. They are debating about the slave masters. I don't know about that, bro. I don't know about that, bro. Toya? I mean, I don't disagree. I think that, you know, the complexity by which Killer Mike kind of speaks from and the plane that he's on in terms of how he knows to dissect some of these conversations is not quite the same as the one that Candace Owens is willing to have. And I think T.I. is in a position to have. You know what I'm saying? So I think he probably made an observation and was able to make an assertion about a thing that niggas won't get because they're not really seeing how the shit cut and how, you know what I'm saying, what the Bible says, you can't, uh, you serve two masters. You know what I'm saying? So you either gonna end up loving one or hating the other one. And for the way that, you know, niggas' political orientations are, their affinities are based on all the wrong things instead of paying attention to the nitty-gritty of it and not realizing they ain't supposed to be serving either one. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, yeah, I think they walk, we walk away with that explanation of it, but it won't resonate with a whole bunch of niggas who really, like T.I., who really think there's probably some value in being a Democrat. Yeah, so the reason why I think the, the reason why I think the phrase is a little hyperbolic is just because um, when we dealing, when we talk about like politics and we talk about just engaging the political game, I mean, our choices are limited. When you talk about, you know, these niggas arguing over their masters, it's like, nah, they arguing over the, the the arena that they stuck in. You know what I mean? Like, I think that, I, and, and to be for real, like, I think this slave talk and this masters, you know what I'm saying, is is silly because, do our, our uh, you know, white people are just as free. When they argue over politics, are they arguing over their masters? Nah, they arguing over their representation. And I think that's the same thing that black people are doing when we talk about politics. We're having a discussion over who is representing us in government, right? I think it's an important distinction to make between rhetoric, you know what I mean, and actual reality. And I think Killer Mike is operating in rhetoric when he points that out because I'm sure, you know, that's a, it's a lot of niggas that are associated with that. I feel like calling that conversation, I mean, I think that was probably like the hallmark for most niggas to hear like, man, Killer Mike told him. Killer Mike was on some real shit. But no, he wasn't. Like, he was equating a political, like, because what we couldn't do, we couldn't talk about politics back then. We couldn't associate with politics back then. But what we did, yeah, but what we're doing now is we're engaging in the debate that makes democracy work. You feel me? What white people feel entitled to do, we're engaging yeah, we in that conversation. Yeah. <laughs> disagree on this one. I think that, yeah. What you mean on this one? We go all way, we disagree on all of these. Even, even if what you're saying, you feel me, is, is, is true about the arena, it's still something, it's still an important distinction to be made. The arena of politics was structured and built for the progression of white people. The the arena and structure of politics was not built for That's the progression and structure of black people. That's not true. It's not true. Um, American culture and the prevailing political order. Are, see, this is why I say this. You feel me? And this is why I think that slave shit it. is stupid. 
we can we see we see the principles that make up the u.s constitution we see that go back to ancient africa there are pre-colonial african empires yeah, but the that had constitutional ratify democracy. those don't don't have those right, but, connections back to africa so, so which is not in mind and they in those same documents put what? you know two thirds human like then how 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 do you ever can't romanticize, can't, can't romanticize that the ideas that's in the constitution over that any of this applies to them when they wrote into the law Literally. that this don't apply to niggas here y'all go okay you can't so, romanticize so the let me, constitution let me, because there are tenets of the constitution that go back to we not romanticizing the constitution that's what, that's what you are doing okay this this is this is the problem that i have this is the problem that i have problem i have with killer mike right it's the idea it's the idea that white people control political principles white people didn't come up with political principles they just have the representation to make political decisions and niggas had the representation to match white people then we wouldn't be calling politics we wouldn't be calling politics the master shit because we would have the representation that would have us participating on a playing field Man, that's hey. appropriate. But because so, yeah, of can chattel slavery, fail people that they were bro, can systems fail people they weren't designed to. You know what I'm saying? She help. I, I don't think they can. Like you wouldn't. No, they, they yes. to. They, they wouldn't you host said, to. They, oh yeah, no, they, they can't tell you. Damo got to sorry. be full of dope and dog food if you're gonna make the argument and say that that doesn't matter what the system was built for because the system has parts oh. of it that can be traced back to ancient Africa and therefore there's parts of the system we can romanticize and say niggas can get representation. All right. Like nigga, what? And let me say this: this is the reason why this is one of the major, you know, primary reasons why I don't believe in things like systemic reform and why you do have to massively overhaul forms in order to place any any faith in them at all you know what i'm saying is laws are rewritten and recodified all the time the supreme court literally posts up and is like how do we feel about this one this time oh that nigga died how do you feel about this one you sway the vote you and we'll just go repeal it we'll go overturn it we'll go revise it we'll go so these these laws are meant to change which means as much as they can change in one direction and benefit a group of people is as much as historically we've seen them change and interpretations change to disadvantage people so I'm good. This is why we had shit like the Patriot Act and this many transportation transformations. This is why we and I don't always agree with Killer Mike on everything. Is because shit like the right to privacy, because shit like the right to privacy has been constantly misinterpreted, reinterpreted. The reasonable amount of privacy we can have as citizens has constantly been shifted and changed. That's proof to you right now. None of this shit is it really works and it's not designed to work because it will continue to shift and modify itself for the people it's supposed to serve. So. Alright, I think I have a uh, I have a different perspective on on when we talk about the system, and and this is a conversation that we kind of had briefly before I tell you, but I, I'll bring it here, and this is why I disagree with Killer Mike's stance, is that there's a difference between the system itself and the prevailing political order. Right, it needs to be understood that the system is the playing field, right? The prevailing political order are the is the the representation that controls and dictates what that playing field looks like. The reality of our situation is that we are Americans. Now, I want to point out something else uh, when, I, when I speak to that. I want to point out something else that T.I. said at the, at the revolt thing. When talking about reparations, T.I. said that the reason why we don't have reparations is because black isn't a nationality. He said African American, Negro, he said all, none of that is a nationality. And in order for us to get nation, uh, uh, to get reparations, we have to be a nation with a flag and all, all of that. That's bullshit. Black people do have a nationality. When you take your ass to, to Canada, when you take your ass to Mexico, when you take your ass to London, when you leave these states, you have to have a passport. What's on that passport? 
your nationality. Your nationality is American. You niggas is American. No, now, no, black stop, Americans. Stop hold hold on. But from a, from a practical plug. standpoint, you gave, you gave a political from a practical video where you were responding to motherfuckers that have passports that are American because that white person, the white folks said, go back to where you came from. What that meant was that even though your last ever is a naturalized citizen of America by the 14th Amendment, even though you have, you know what I'm saying, uh, pieces of paper that say you are a citizen of America, when it comes to deserving or being entitled or feeling like you are a part and belong here, there are still people that have the power to say, you know what? It don't matter that you got a passport, that you got an ID, that you have a driving license. You ain't supposed to be but here. But does that mean? But does yeah. But does that mean that you're not an American just because they say you're not supposed to be here? The law at, itself at, says at, that at if that you are point, born the in the United American, States, not be American. That's just symbolic bullshit. If you can take my freedom away, but like, hey, it's not for even a moment. For even a moment, and that's my thing. Yeah, even if you can walk up on me. If you can approach me with the, the suspicion that I'm not an American, that's about to say. take me, detain too. me, rub me through too. what you feel like is duper. Like the the, the fact too. that I can be subject to that is the me exact too. proof and demonstration that nine times out of ten, the way that I was picked was targeted. There are two different instances of American right? citizens like being held in ICE. They was, was born in America. They have a social security card. They pay taxes. Come on now. They got a passport. They want one. They was in ICE. They were sitting in the detention I, I, listen, center. Listen, I'm not American saying that. I'm so not you, saying that, there's, that, that the law treats people is, equally. You're saying right? the but prevailing a order is the representation, and we're saying that prevailing order is tied yeah, and cannot bro. be separated from the the law and the people that are able to, uh, you know what I'm saying, uh, uh, make sure the law, you know what I'm saying, uh, what they say, uphold the law. The words you used this morning, Dominique, inextricably linked. You can't, you can't <laughs> separate those two. So this is where we get to. Prevailing parties, the representation right? You're talking about prevailing parties versus systems and structures. You talking about prevailing parties and, and 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 systems and structures without looking at the overlay between those two things. Systems and structures have been designed to delegitimize and make sure that prevailing parties or people who desire to be a prevailing par par party can never catch up. That's why shit like nepotism exists. That's why slavery and the the length of it, right, is able to become a calculable way to look at why niggas don't slavery have not the same over. advantages. Slavery they do not over, up. and I don't well, mean that in pessimist way. I mean that it's right now in the status quo. 2019, because black skin, I'm six times more likely to go to jail than a white person is. I'm I'm, I'm five times more likely to be convicted of a crime. Thirteenth Amendment saying for anybody, for anybody that's just joining us, we talking about Killer Mike's comment on uh, saying that Candace Owens and and Ti were just debating over, you know, who had the better master. Oh, which master to serve? Yeah. So my yeah. my response, I, I don't disagree man. with. I don't I, I I don't disagree with y'all saying, especially I got I got uh shout out to Nick Brady. Appreciate you for joining the show, uh watching the show. Doctor Nick Brady. He pointed Brady. out uh, or is your citizenship another form of captivity? Yes. Right. And I, I think that when I think this this language is 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 important in terms of what conversation we're having. I, I think that in terms of like this this ontological conversation, um this philosophical conversation, I think the rhetoric that you're all using is is appropriate. But in terms well, of a the philosophical, just on 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 the stats, it it bro. Uh, so you consider yourself a slave? No, based on the stats, uh, I consider myself black. No, no, bro, hold on, no, bro, bro. Do you consider yourself a slave? 
yeah, black and likely to be a slave. I'm conscious that at any moment somebody's desires I'm, could be man, put I'm back not in captivity. Asking, so I'm, I'm asking, asking the question, yes. I see myself as a thug. I see myself as a, a baby daddy. I see myself as a killer. I, I, yes, I'm conscious and recognize that those things can be put on my body, whether I like them or not. And it's conscious and smart of me to move and navigate the world, understanding that I'm, nigga, I, I didn't can ask be you seen you know, a slave. When I say a I slave, you, a you know what yes. we're talking about? Yes. You know what I'm yes. talking about? You yes. know what a slave is? Yes. Yes. Is that you? Yes. Toya, are you a slave? Stop! And this is why it's this is why it's philosophical. Like no, no. Do I lead in? No, Dominique. Do I go to a place like the right. slave is here? Like fuck no. Like I go there like the black person is here. Not. The black person. However, the impl- and I do understand that regardless of whether I want to be a slave or a mammy or a whatever, that shit gets projected onto me. This is the reason why I had. You, know, I can go down a thousand examples that ex- explain why the way I orient myself and move around the world is how it is, and a lot of that is because yeah. For all intents and purposes, for the way that I'm treated, for the way that I'm relegated, for black the way that I'm seen or unseen. In America, black equals slave. Yeah. So, uh, okay. That's the reason why I'm six times more likely to go to jail. So, what do I lose? So, literally, so what what's the point? So, what's literally the purpose of doing anything? If like if everything if we're relegated the system the prevailing order you say is good we got to deconstruct that hold on I, hold on I never said the prevailing political itself. order was good I never said the prevailing because I think the prevailing well, political prevailing order, order is white supremacy structure but but, but but what right I'm saying is that what I'm saying is that how is how is challenging the prevailing political order uh, such as challenging the Republican Party challenging the Democratic Party through you know through the through the arena that's given that's given us to challenge it, i.e., politics. How is challenging that arena actually engaging in slave behavior when slaves are not allowed to participate in that form of conversation? Because literally, Killer Mike was pointing out that we are that they are in literally the black mecca of the South in Atlanta, Georgia, where there are literally a whole bunch of independent black organizations that can function politically, socially, and economically impacting the hoods in Atlanta in areas around. And who's Killer? Literally, and who's Killer Mark campaigning and, and for? Who's Killer Mike campaigning for? Killer, Killer. <laughs> and if you listen to Killer Mike, what he said, oh, Killer Mike said, I like. Serp in Vermont from Bernie Sanders, and I like this, that, whatever. But we got to be doing stuff in the hood for us. And basically, when it come down to it, is Jewish people don't sit around and have these conversations the way this but, is. You feel me? Yeah, because they not because they somebody, Jewish people. When when Killer Mike is when Killer Mike is cutting for doing stuff for themselves. Hold on, no. when Killer Mike is cutting for uh, Bernie Sanders, is he cutting for a slave no, master? This cutting? No, he he yes for, yes 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 he acknowledged that yes. And also, if we're talking about what he said in this moment, he acknowledged Bernie Sanders as being a slave master. If you if you watch that part of the segment, you talking about you referencing. But that's my point. He prefer, though. Then he, he his point is that we don't have to do, sit around and think about. Well, we want shit done. We got to write on these white folks to do. Then it. why does he do He's it? He's saying then? we shouldn't be doing that. He's saying that what we should be doing is what is, is literally joining the people that's around in Atlanta. They was in Atlanta, bro. They in Atlanta around a whole bunch of black people. You know what I'm saying? Their own shit. They do shit. Right. And, and, and what they were doing, and do, what they were doing was do. they was engaging, they was engaging and challenging a major philosophical principle of a political party that opposes most black progress. Yes. Yes. He was saying that T.I. and Candace Owens is lost in the sauce of bipartisanship bullshit. So, hold on. So, so okay. So, to be clear, so, are, are you saying, so, are you saying that 
it, it's because they were having that conversation there that it was a problem. Like they should have been talking about so they should have been talking about stuff more associated with black people at that conference instead of going back and forth in that moment. They were centering whiteness, yeah. Okay, instead, okay, I, instead I, I get of that. Centering white institutions, centering white policy, political parties. They should have st- better been talking about community organizing, grassroots, community development, political and black independence. That's what Mike. That's what Killer Mike said. Now, shout out to Ghazi. We can be very critical of Killer Mike and how he uses black libertarianism to be. He definitely. That's what I was gonna say. He definitely instance, a libertarian. In bro. this, in this, in this specific instance. In this specific instance, and what you're talking about, referencing, I think he was on point. And not only was he on point, he nailed the head. He nailed the he nailed it in the head. Instead of like right now, me instead of me and you talking about what we can do in the black community, about, yeah. we talk about what white people we should right. elect that can do something good for the black community. It's literally putting the autonomy outside the black community into white folks' hands. So we gonna criticize and say they're gonna do what's wrong anyway. So it's literally setting up to make it where you arguing about who is your slave master instead of how can we get the plantation. He literally used the language of saying, instead of to, who was a slave master, I wanna burn the plantation down. That's literally what yeah, he said. Yeah, but you're not, you're not burning the plantation down with Bernie Sanders, cuz. I'm, I'm just telling uh, you what yeah, he said. Yeah, that's fine. And that's why I said, and that's why I said that shit is relevant. Because you're not burning you know the plantation saying? down with Bernie Sanders. Period. That's not how that works. But the uh, agreed, agreed. But you're making my argument. You're making me and Toy's argument. That's me and Toy's argument that you're not going to be able to burn it down by trying to vote. For yeah, that's a, that's another chop. That's another. That's chop. me and Toy's argument. <laughs> so you have lost this one this time. You have lost nah, this one. Nah, nah, nah. Yeah, no, 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 no. Because this specific, what we talk about specifically, we talk about the rhetoric. It's Obama. Yo, we talking about the rhetoric. That's what he said. Um. Yes, I'm talking about his rhetoric. Nah, and, and, and what I'm his saying is, and what I'm saying is hyperbolic and hypocritical because you can't, you can't, in one instance, say, "Oh, this partisan, this partisan back and forth is, uh, is you know, just arguing over the slave master." I mean, I get it, centering whiteness in that conversation. I do think that in, in that specific, in that, that specific instance, argument. but but he, but I, he, I don't think that that language Sanders. is necessary. Though I think I, I think that language that language. It's more, it's more inflammatory and, and it's, it's, it's interesting rhetoric, but it's hypocritical in terms of. Why? Wow, because make people because make I mean, folks nah, uncomfortable. Because it ain't about making niggas uncomfortable. It's 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 man. It, so why so why is this sensitive? Be, like why? Because why it, it has problem? more shock value than it why has it anything else. It, it that's that because so it, because that's, the kind. That's it. So nine states federal government should exhibit such should should. should. Uh, prohibit slavery except man no when that nigga say no when he says that when he says that debating a philosophical principle of a of a certain political party is arguing over who has two is is arguing over who has two masters is hyperbolic because it's really engaging in political discourse that's just necessary for democracies period now i can agree hold on hold on hold on i can agree that at that moment that may have been unnecessary you feel me at that moment, but that still doesn't necessitate that language. It's still because it's still. I don't think I don't, I, I'm. I'm not a slave. Let me answer, let me answer that for y'all. I'm not a motherfucking slave at all. Actually, I think. Ch- Who you voting for? Who you? You, you yeah. think black folks should? That don't make you? me a. Sl- you a fucking slave. You a slave, nigga. You a slave, nigga. You think that the power that happened in the black community should be happened by a Toya, motherfucker get that you your, get your man's at, at, at a ballot. You get a slave, your man's, bro. my lord. Get your man's, because oh, it's static. Shit. It's it static. Yo, it is what it is. In the words of Harriet Tubman, yeah, and that's and that's what I'm trying to do, George. That's what I'm trying to do. 
I'm doing everything but putting the shotgun on you. I'm doing everything but putting the shotgun on you. I mean, you're going to be, but you said, Dominique, yeah. don't end up we're like... He, but we're here. We're in it. We're in the burning house, house bro. Like, That's the, you, there's, there's, no, there's no outlet. Yes. There is, is no burning. outlet. That's what I'm... Niggas, this... Yeah. Because and we... So but we don't, let it burn down and try to... Have you ever... Have you ever... Let me ask y'all. Have either one of y'all ever been in a burning house? What's the first thing you do when a house starts burning? If you're in it, right? You get, get the, the fuck, fuck out. out. What if you can't? So, and, and if you can't, and if you, and if, and, and if you can't leave that house. Right? Why not grab more niggas? If you can't leave Why that house. Why not create a better you let it burn down and then leave? Ain't, ain't no Why burning house. I, I ain't never been in a burning house. I can't leave that's locked up. In, 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 in the burning house of America, it's not locked. Yeah, listen, all right, all right, all right. I, I know we can't. I know we need to get to the last part of this conversation. I was cold. We need to get to the last part of this conversation because this is a whole another. This is a whole another political child. We gonna we gonna have this debate. I feel like me. I've been ch- I've been wanting to have this this debate publicly with George for a long time now. I'm a, and I'm telling you, I will cook this nigga because. This this slave mentality man, shit. I'm, I, man, man, I'm consciously the consciously going to be unconscious know, fucking him. with me. He's going to come in this kitchen. He's going to get burned. <laughs> that, uh, okay, Nazir, go to, go to Nazir to actually going to help me out. Appreciate you, Nazir, because fucking with them. Man. Anyway, Nazir was like, I agree with her critiques of immigration and the welfare Boy, system. Bye. Now, uh, immigration it specifically, is. no. Um... <laughs> Immigration specifically, no. <laughs> no. Now, the, now the argument that she makes <laughs> yeah, about no. immigration is that the uh, it, it's a question of representation, and this is the interesting part. Me and Toya was talking about this this morning. Um, we was kind of talking about what we was going to talk about for the show, and the interesting part about it is that there are a lot of people who are actually coming to Candace Owens' defense, oddly enough, because they're saying that her her uh, portion. Yeah. You know, her 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 part of the conversation was like chopped up and people are taking out certain parts of it but they leaving certain things out and one of the main things that people are saying that she that they leaving out is they leaving out the conversation about uh immigration mm-hmm. and her stance on immigration is that it's a problem for black people specifically because we we are going to be competing with them for resources and our our our, our representation isn't as much as them i think we're at like 16 percent and then and uh latinos didn't reach 17 percent at this point um and so you talking about us or them? i think it's a little lower but i think it's a little lower but yeah no nah, i think i think it's at like for, 16 uh, for us. like i think it's like, like 20. i think we had like 15 16 and they had like 16 17. Yeah, they hire, but but yeah, the slightly, they hire slightly. They hire. And so the they argument hire. that she's making is that that's gonna have a negative impact on niggas at the end of the day, right? It's gonna hurt. It's gonna hurt. Oh, it's gonna hurt us more than anybody else. And so, um, I want to know nice. in, in terms of in terms of that portion of the debate, do y'all think it was? Do y'all think that she was done unfairly? Do y'all think they were scandalous towards her uh, because she is making some good points in, in terms of immigration? Or do y'all fit that her immigration conversation uh, I, into the rest of the I bullshit? Think, I think, I think those points is toxic. Yeah, I felt like it, it, it segued into the rest of the bullshit she be on because to me, it's, it's always, especially when it comes to like immigrants taking jobs, it's like we gonna always hold 
immigrants more accountable for taking right. jobs and not the actual employers who give the jobs. So my criticism to that argument about immigrants coming gonna hurt black people the most, but don't that mean we should hold the employers That's and the in the job market more accountable for not outsourcing our labor and outsourcing our jobs and less of chastising right. and being being sticklers to immigration. Cause it's like shit. Hey, your master got in here that way. Uh, 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 Candace Owens, you know what I'm saying? Shit. Uh, Donald Trump, literally two gener two generations ago, they came and they was competing with the Anglo Saxons, and, and and it was good. It was fine and dandy. As a matter of fact, uh, Melania got some cousins over here right now. They competing in the job market, and ain't no issue. It's an issue when it's brown folks, and you can't be trying to weaponize immigrants coming here without acknowledging that employers giving them jobs. So ICE gonna come to the factory and fucking take the take the workers to jail for breaking the law. Right. But you gonna take the employees to jail for Told giving you. them a job? Move around, Candace Owens. I agree wholeheartedly. Um, I think, you know, when you <clears throat> look at the dynamics of like finding and pinpointing issues so that you can resolve them. We always tend to miss the mark in terms of who to put the blame on. And so I, George, I think George very correctly like assessed this idea that we end up criminalizing people who really want a better fucking life and just want to live and survive and have also been taught the techniques of anti-blackness and white supremacy. So don't give me, man, immigrants come over here and treat niggas bad too. That's because they are taught by systems of whiteness and white supremacy that niggas ain't shit ain't supposed to be nothing. Like and, and that's why you don't see niggas working in Chinese restaurants. You don't see niggas working in Indian. And you know what I'm saying? Like you, you see, you don't see a whole lot of that overlap even though niggas is out here looking for jobs and employment because they've been told that we're lazy workers and employees and that we tend to violate customs and norms and shit about other people's cultures because we don't give a shit because we savages because we you know what i'm saying so like save a lot of that shit in a world where you know what i'm saying like bottom line people are pit oppressed marginalized people are pit against each other by design of systems and structures that are created to dominate them all together that's why you get asians who think they join your partners in something but it's just as oppressed as every other brown person but they feel like because they have the ability to cozy up to whiteness to get a couple extra degrees or whatever that they good you know what I'm saying? Asian immigrants come over here all the time because of the sectors that they tend to work in, right? Whether they be Indian, Asians, or Asians of a lighter complexion from other parts of that continent come in with this junior partner superiority complex, right? Because they have been indoctrinated with this idea that they are already come over here miles ahead of niggas. But when you talk so they about take that pompous attitude yo, the, the metaphor and is talking, we have to talk, about street shit. What? If a nigga go to somebody else, you know what I'm saying, a turf and hit a leak, you don't get mad at the lick. You get mad at the motherfucker who, who hit the lick. So when it comes to immigration and work, it's like, exactly. shit, you don't get mad at them for going and get some get some crack. You get mad at them for selling dope on your mm -hmm. turf. They sold your labor to them at a cheaper price. You get that's mad wild. at them. You don't get mad at the crackhead. You know what I'm saying? And it's just like, that's the, to me. Yo, I think the real, the, the, the main danger that we that we find ourselves in when we uh, approach these anti-immigrant stances is that when you look at the the history of immigrants, especially white immigrants in the United States, the uh, Italians, Russians, Irish, the the way in which yeah, they were able to ingratiate themselves into American culture was slobby. to say fuck <laughs> niggas, to be anti-black. You know what I'm saying? Um, and I think that when we adopt these far mm -hmm. left uh, or far right uh, immig immigrant uh, stances or immigration stances, it, it mirrors too much of that mentality, 
right? Like it's this, it's this, you know. Well, we're we're already here. It's the, it's a it's a level of respectability politics. It's nationalism. Yeah, it's it's and it's a level of it's nationalism, nationalism that we don't benefit from. We don't it's benefit this this this, this type of it's nationalism. Tribal. We don't benefit from. We don't get anything from. It. You know what I'm saying? This, hey, but this in a genuine question, just it's genuine. No, when, I, when I'm saying nationalism, I think, I think we benefit, we benefit from? from being in the United States in general. Like I think there is a the, the there's a culture in the United States that's more that allows for more opportunity. Like there are more resources that's available for people in the United States. Okay, so so we so so. So thinking of how hegemonic African American culture is within the African diaspora is. A I mean, big, you could say it's. A, a I mean, you could look at it like a. America. I mean, it's a. I mean, I would say it's a product of it, though. Like that's what I'm saying. Like, uh, like, like the, the ability to world, be bro. a hip hop artist in the United States is something that's unique to the United States, or the ability to be a a, a basketball player or even a businessman. You know what I'm saying? Like to. Ex- okay. Uh, the the he's, benefit he's of, of, be, of our relationship of with the nation of America as as citizens. That's why. So when I say nationalism, I'm saying like we're okay. we're we're Americans from our in terms of nationality on paper. So in terms of what's on paper, but then the like ontological understanding of mm-hmm. of an epistemological understanding of nationalism, those things are dangerous. But in terms of just like you said, what. We hyphen Americans. We hyphen Americans. Hyphen, yeah, 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 yeah. We I'm hyphen it. Now, you know what I'm saying? No, we hyphen from, Americans. So from that standpoint, when uh, like just being here, there are certain benefits to just being an American. You know what I'm saying? But when we embrace nationalism, though, there's no benefit for that yeah. and for us because we're not seen as like what we were talking about earlier. What I was saying, I agree with y'all on. We're not seen as being as that American. We're not American enough to benefit. Exactly. Yeah, we're not we're not the master signifier of exactly. what it means to be American. So we like the you know we're 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 third, at a point fourth. where yeah we like we let's get it how we can get it, but mm-hmm. embracing that patriotism and oh this is for America yeah that ain't us that shouldn't be us. Exactly, and you actually doing more to uphold yeah, and embrace that's not your, that's and not your battle. be a that's proponent not your right. of white supremacy in any right. way in in every way. When you uh, take the stances, the anti-immigrant stances, because this shit ain't America. Like America ain't, ain't Americans. They stole this shit. So how the motherfuckers that stole this shit got the nerve to say who can come on it? And, and even if they got the nerve to say it because they own it now, I'm not about mm-hmm. to. Keep, if a nigga beat a nigga ass and steal a nigga bike, I'm not about to be like, damn, that nigga bike clean. I'm gonna be like, he a hoe for that. That nigga stole that bike. It's a clean ass bike. <laughs> but he a hoe <laughs> Debo, Debo, a bitch. Nobody respected Debo. Niggas was scared of Debo. Nobody respected Debo. Niggas was scared of Debo. And and being and and taking these immigration stances, you're being friends with Debo. You're you're Smokey breaking in the uh right. uh what's the name's house, fucking with Debo. But yeah, so that's the political chop. Um. <laughs>